Welcome back to Main Corpse. I'm really... We're both I'm, so excited right I'm now. I'm super excited. We, I'm, like, can't even introduce ourselves. I'm Kelsey, hard. by the way. And I'm Matt. Uh, and and together, we make up the, the wonder duo known as uh, Main, Main Corpse. Corpse. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> do you want to explain why we're so excited today? Yeah. So, um, there's a new deli. Not super new anymore, but it's new to me. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, in Bridgeport, and it's Denuso's, and I gave them a call a little bit ago, placed an order, and I am so excited to try this food. Yeah, we have more food than we know what to do with right now, um, and I am I am beyond excited for this. So yeah. do you do you want me to go through a little bit of everything we have here? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, um, I have a piece of the sandwich that Kelsey ordered. What's the name of the sandwich that you ordered? What a great question. It's the fire-roasted prosciutto. Okay, fire-roasted prosciutto. We have a quarter of the sandwich that I ordered, which is a um, horseradish and um, and basically roast beef uh, sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was what, called the horsey amour? Yeah, horsey amour. That was mm-hmm. it. We have pasta salad, which looks absolutely amazing. We have a pickle that I believe they said they make in-house. They are in-house pickles. Yeah. Everything pickled today, they said they make in-house. Right. And we also have a soup. This is a cabbage. A stuffed cabbage soup. Stuffed cabbage soup. Mm-hmm. Um, it smells amazing and it looks amazing. So that and the Annie Pasta Salad are the specials for this week. Gotcha. And we also have Annie Pasta Salad. Mm -hmm. And we were also, and thank you very, very much for this, we were gifted um, a a meat and cheese tray. A charcuterie, A charcuterie that just looks absolutely freaking fantastic. It's stunning. I can't even, and I I just want to say, if you're listening, I'm so sorry if my order was complicated. (laughs) We're complicated people. It's okay. I'm just awkward. (laughs) I'm just awkward. It's fine. Um, So I went in there to pick up the food. The people working there are are literally the best. Um, They were so beyond helpful. Um, They were really talkative. They Mm -hmm. let me try free meats, which I absolutely love. Um, You automatically get my business again if you hand me free meat when I come into and your cheese, establishment. Yeah. Um, you hand me free meats while I'm standing there waiting on something, then then we're friends. Uh, so very, very impressed with the service, with the food that we got. And now... I mean, it's gorgeous. I can't wait for you guys to see these pictures. It's amazing. I'm yeah. so excited about it. I, I was so overwhelmed by how good it all looked. So where do we yeah. want to start? I'll let you pick. I don't know. Why would you do that to me? Um, Let's try the soup. Try the soup yeah, first? Yeah, okay, it's, cool. it's one of their specials. Let's try that. Yeah, let's try the two specials first. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And um, just so you guys know, we have two of their house-made dressings. Also, all of their dressings are made in-house. Mm-hmm. And one of them is for sure a balsamic vinaigrette. And I have forgotten the other one we got. It looks like almost an Italian. It looks like an Italian. Yeah, it's a vinaigrette of some kind. Mm. Oh, my God. This is good. I don't say that lately about soup. I don't love soup. Mm. So it's got what tastes like Italian sausage in it to me. I could be wrong about that. Um, it's got good big chunks of cabbage. Mm-hmm. And the the broth itself um, tastes just divine. It's I mean, stunning. It's, it's a tomato-based broth. 
It's got, there's carrots, there's tomatoes, there's onions, there's cabbage. I love mm -hmm. cabbage in a soup, though. Me too. Me too. I'm a sucker for it. But yeah, this Italian, it almost tastes like a meatball blend for me. Mm. But the it's just so good, and it pairs so nicely, and it's spiced perfectly. It really is. Mm. I know. Okay, i got to back off that because we've got more food. Wow. Okay. So much more food. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, best thing I've had today so far. Me too, but I didn't eat anything. We're just on the first <laughs> thing, right? But best oh, thing I've gosh. had today. Okay, so now the antipasto salad. Yeah. Give this I'm a shot. I'm really excited about this. Me There's pickled too. red onions, roasted red peppers, tomatoes, fresh moths, little spirals of meat. It looks like, what, ham? And what else is in here, Matt? Um, maybe a... Mortadelle, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it's matter. Delicious. I'm gonna try it right now. I'm gonna dip it in the balsamic vinaigrette. All right, the meat spiral. Mm -hmm. I don't care what's in it. It's amazing. I and haven't I'm, even um, tried my meat spiral yet. I am gonna try the one that looks like Italian dressing. You know what I love though? They clearly salted and peppered this salad. Mm-hmm. And that just, what a good move. You win me over with uh, with moves mm -hmm. like that. How is the balsamic? It's very good. Did you try the other one? I did. How it's, is it? Um, very, very good. It's one of the better house dressings I've had. It's it's really impressive. Mm. I'm not a deli meat person. But this is so clearly, like, high quality. It's really good. It's got a good consistency. It's got a great mm -hmm. bite. Um very salty and good. Mm -hmm. uh, very oily, if that makes sense. It's got lots of oil in it. Um, very, very impressed with that. The antipasta salad, amazing. The The greens are really crunchy and fresh. Um, the pickled onions are astounding. Very They're very, very good. Um, I'm about to have a roasted red pepper in my it tomato. Is so good. That's what I, I was about to say. The roasted red pepper and the tomato. It's a Roma tomato that they mm -hmm. sliced. Oh my gosh, that's so and it, good. It tastes like a tomato out of someone's garden. Mm -hmm. It just it doesn't taste like it doesn't taste. It's so good. Um, it may be. I think he said something about them doing their vegetables too. I don't know. If they wow. do that too, I'm out. It's yeah. too much work. Yeah, it is. It is, but we appreciate it. Have you tried the moth yet? Um, not yet. I was about to ask. Do we want to go there next? Of course. Okay. I love fresh mozzarella cheese. What a good choice. My God, scoot over Lunchbox. And the, um, <laughs> we love you Lunchbox. We, we do. Don't mean that. We don't We mean do that. love you, but dang. Uh, we, we may have a new king in town here. Um, we just have a brick and mortar destination now too. The, the spice blend mm -hmm. they're using on top of that mozzarella is the things, that's the thing dreams are made out of. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you tried the pasta salad, so I should go there next? Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's an orzo pasta salad. It's got English cucumbers, little teeny tiny pieces of... I don't know what this is. Is that tomato? It, it looks like little pieces of tomato, or it also kind of looks like they're... 
roasted red pepper a little bit. There's um, also definitely feta in here. I am I am not a pasta salad fan. Mm-hmm. Do you know that about me? Have I have I told you that before? Um, I know that you don't like like macaroni yeah, salad I and stuff. So I, I don't eat a lot of pasta salads. I could eat three this, of these. Shouldn't I say this isn't bad. It's not overwhelmingly flavored, mm. which sometimes, especially me, people overflavor their pasta salad. See. I love overflavoring stuff with Italian dressing. Though. I like it because it's underflavored a little bit. I know. I, I like, like it. it. I like it because the cheese, like everything, gets a chance to shine. Yeah, and they clearly they've clearly used one of their house-made dressings of some kind because mm-hmm. they've got um, herbs in here and it's got a nice oil. It's not dry. It's perfectly textured. It's a little spicy, which I really mm-hmm. like. I don't know where the spice is coming from, but I appreciate it. I, um, my goodness, this looks so good. Yeah, it's What it's do we want to try next? Cheese? Um, let's try the cheese? cheeses. Well, we already started with the mozzarella. So. Well, that was part of the salad, yeah. so it counts. So I have to guess on what some of these are. This is a Colby, it looks For like. For sure. Mm. It's a good Colby. It's a nice, solid Colby. Mm-hmm. This looks this, like a white cheddar, maybe? Maybe a cheddar, yeah. Oh, it's a cheddar. For sure, a cheddar. Mmm got that bite too man mm. so good though mm-hmm. is this a mozzarella this is an herbed something yeah i don't know what it is though great minds a the urban too yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm. winner on the cheese mm. love that wow so the cheeses are very good. I mean, they're you can tell they're high quality. Is provolone? Might be a provolone. That might be provolone. You can tell the cheese is extremely high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got really good it's herbed. texture. Um, all the cheese is very, very good. I think the winner of all the cheeses, though, that fresh mozzarella. Yeah? That stuff is... I don't know. I'm leaning towards the herb cheese, but the fresh mozzarella is just killer. Yeah. You want to try the meats next off the cheese tray? Off the charcuterie? Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm going to start with the pepperoni. Me too. Can't go wrong with the pepperoni. It's mm. nice and thin. Poor Brittany's going to have to, like, edit all of this. Yeah, yeah, good luck, Britt. So, yeah, the pepperoni mm. is just very good deli pepperoni. Mm-hmm. This looks like soprasada to me, is what this looks like, but I could be totally off. So fatty. Mm-hmm. And then here is the prosciutto. That's where I'm headed next. Mm. Fun fact about me. I don't normally like prosciutto. I love it. <laughs> okay. Here's what I'm going to say about it. The pepperoni is a very good deli pepperoni. Solid. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, the soprasada, if that's good. what it is, the fat content on that it just melts as soon as you as soon as you take a bite. It is unbelievable. And then, um, yeah, the prosciutto is very good. It's very very good. All right, now we're going to go to the pickles. What pickle did you start with? Just a black olive. Just a black olive, gotcha. Or, sorry, olives. Yeah, they're all pitted. Mm -hmm. Just as a warning. Mm. 
I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Matt's just trying to keep up with me inhaling mm-hmm. the olives. Fun fact, olives are my favorite food. I love olives. So far, the black olive is my favorite. Mm -hmm. And then... The green olive wasn't bad. You had a, what, giant green olive? Whatever Mm -hmm. that is. I don't know any of the fancy terms for these olives. All I know is I love olives. That's a really good olive, too. So the black olive was my favorite because it was the tangiest, and Mm -hmm. that's what I look for in an olive. The other olives were all very, very good, though. I like this red olive. He's pretty good. Tangier or? Very salty. Nice. Which I love. Mm Mm-hmm. Same. All right, so (sighs) what sandwich are we going to start with? What do you think? Um, let's start with mine. Okay, cool. He said it's the best thing so, he has on the menu. So, do you remember what all, what all is on this? I didn't even ask. I said give <laughs> me whatever the best thing on your menu is, as long as it doesn't have mushrooms so I don't die. That is a really good way to order food. Okay, let's do this. All I can see why he thinks this is the best thing on the menu. This bread is outstanding, first of all. Yes, it is. This is a soft, chewy Italian bread. There's fresh mozzarella. There's pesto. There's roasted red peppers. There's prosciutto. So something I should bring up now that we're talking about the bread, because I agree with everything you just now said. One thing they did tell me when I was in there, the bread is made locally by a bakery, and it's literally made for them. They don't sell this bread to the public. It's made for their deli. That is amazing. Yeah. This and, is this is outrageous. And this is so yeah, good. I'm going to specify that this is, in fact, a... Um, sliced bread because the next one we have coming up is a little bit more like a baguette but i know it's an italian roll mm-hmm. um i'm trying some of the balsamic glaze i'm gonna follow right along with you tell me if that makes it or not mm-hmm So back in yesteryear when I worked at Panera, mm-hmm. we had a sandwich called the Modern Caprese. It had pesto, roasted tomatoes, um, fresh mozzarella, Parmesan cheese, and I always added steak, mm-hmm. and it came with a balsamic glaze. Okay. That is that sandwich. It was my favorite thing, and they took it away from the menu. And he did suggest that this be a cold sandwich. He can make it hot, but he says it's so much better cold, and I get it. Yeah, that's astounding. Um, everything works. It's salty. It's sweet. Um, it's it's er- it's herby. It's got oh, it's got everything. Um, wow. I if you don't sell this balsamic glaze by the ounce, you are wasting your time. Yeah, that is literally gold in a cup. It is it's so good. So good. So good. Okay. So we only have really two more things to try. We have the horseradish sandwich that mm-hmm. I got, and we got the pickle. Which one do you want to try first? Let's do the pickle okay, as an amuse bouche. All right. And I'm just excited. Mm. 
it's so tart and I'm crunchy. I'm almost afraid, and it's got enough garlic in it. I know, mm. just enough. Oh. I am almost afraid to tell you all that they sell these pickles because I don't want them to run out of no, them. No, you don't. You don't. So they sell them, but mostly just so you can buy them and bring them to us. Yeah, is, is exactly. What that's do. what it's for. Yeah, that's the only reason. If they you sell enjoy them. listening to our episode, you just show up. Yep. With a pickle. Mm-hmm. Easiest way to kill me: show up with some poison pickles, because I'm going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brett. Um, but like I said, easiest way to poison me: show up with uh, with some pickles that are that are. You know, and I'll I'll just eat them. Fully poisoned cyanide yep. pickles. Um, and you know what? Here's the thing. You could tell me that they're poison pickles, and as long as they still taste good, I mean, are they poisoned? All right. Let's let's get into this sandwich. Because... So, yeah, this is uh, London broil mm-hmm. with horseradish cheese, horseradish sauce, um, greens, tomato, and onion. So. Okay, and we got it hot. We did, and it, so. it's cooled off. But... It's cooled off, but the cheese is melted, so that'll change it. This looks so good. I literally just made a punching motion into the air. I was so excited about how good that is. Um, so this was the sandwich I was going to get. Yes. Until you ordered it. Okay. And I'm so glad you did so that mm-hmm. I could have this prosciutto sandwich. Uh-huh. Because I was like, you know what? Give me the best thing on your menu. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was right. That is the best thing on the menu. But this is a close oh, second. I, I love it. I love it so much. So the 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 beef on this is so textured. That is mm. so good. The sauce that they use pops. The fact just, that it's a London broil is just just so and good the meat, job. When you look at it, I mean, look at that meat. It is unreal. That's it. And That's it's so perfect. high quality. Okay. I never got around to trying the other dressing, so I'm going to try that now. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. They're both really good. I think I like that a little bit better than the prosciutto sandwich. I have a complaint. I have a complaint. What's your complaint? That I don't have any notes. I don't have any critiques. <laughs> I've got zero. A little bit on the pasta salad. No, it wasn't even a critique. It was genuinely just a, this is, that's why you probably don't like them because we go overboard. That's probably why. I'm, I'm a simple man. But I make an orzo pasta salad similar to this. Mm-hmm. And I put it um, over um, spring greens like these, like mm-hmm. our um, salad was made out of today. And then I make a quiche with it. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Okay. All right. Give me a call next time you guys are making that. I'll be I got over. you. All right. So I don't want to be that guy, but we all know I am. This is the best thing I've ever had on this show. That's what your mug needs to say. This is this is the well. There are other catchphrases I have. You'll hear one later, um, <laughs> but uh, this is the best thing I've ever had on this show, and I haven't said that in a long time. And it's it's just the whole experience, um, the textures, everything is perfect. 
Um, the, the, the taste, the smell of... I'm still mad that I don't have any complaints or critiques. Not even complaints. I just don't have anything where I'd be like, you know what, this is how I would do this better. Between, between this plate... You know how sassy I get. Between this plate and the, uh, the smash burger and Filipino egg rolls from, um, from Lunchbox, mm-hmm. I don't know... I don't know who could win in a head-to-head battle. And if it's even worth having, just have both. Just go enjoy it. What if, and follow me on this, they got together and made a burger? Yeah, please. I Please. Or a sandwich. Either way. Um, could you imagine some of their some of their deli meats coming off the griddle the griddle that they use? How good and that would be? And these amazing sauces and oh, things. Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So overall, this is Balsamic a... Balsamic glaze or This is burger. like a 10 out of 10 experience. This mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah, I feel like we don't say that enough. Like, we talk about how much we enjoy what we're doing, and we enjoy the food, Mm -hmm. but, like, this was... An experience. This was an experience. This was on par, I think, with the time that we tried T&M. Oh, absolutely, And we were just absolutely enamored. Yeah, because you... And this isn't a knock on anyone. You, You never know what to expect, and we go to a lot of restaurants and try a lot of stuff. So not just when, for this, we did it before. Yeah. So when you when you go into a place, and first of all, you have no expectation because I hadn't read any reviews. I had heard a few people say it was good. You know, I I, I had heard some people that I trust say, "Hey, you guys, you guys should try this." Um, and uh, and you know, I hear that a lot. Then I go try the place, and it's okay, and I it's serviceable, and I like it. This is a place I'm going to find myself back a few times uh-huh. um, a week, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go so broke so fast. But the thing is, their food is really reasonably priced. I think it is too. Yeah. Like what you're getting, the size you're getting, mm-hmm. it is perfectly reasonable. Absolutely. Like, you know, when I was sitting in there and I was talking to them, first of all, really, really down to earth people, really mm-hmm. easy to talk to. You can tell that they're passionate about what they do, which I appreciate. Um, I always appreciate someone who's passionate about what they do. Um, and, and we were talking about it and, and I was talking about how, like, I was saying your prices just aren't really that bad. I was like, you know, I, looking at the Italian that you're making versus the Italian I could get at like Subway, I would rather pay twelve ninety nine for an Italian from them than go pay eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine for an Italian from Subway because what you're getting is so much better. It's I can't so get a meal better. from Subway that's less than like $13. There's no way. You can't even yeah. like, and I get the veggies up there all the time. And that is the cheapest thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. So for $13, you can go here and get a delicious sandwich. Um, yeah. Well, and you can do, they have an option, which is what we did, where you can get. Um, oh, yeah, the half sub. The half sub yep. with a. Um, with a soup. With a soup. Mm-hmm. You can also do their pasta salad as the side. And I think you can do a side salad if you want. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You can't do the antipasto salad, though, because it's special. And that's fair because it is amazing. It is special. Yes. Although, if I could make a critique, if you could do that as a side salad at an upcharge, I would pay every dollar. I would do that. I'd pay a couple dollars extra to get that. Because when he was making it, I'm not going to lie, I stood there and me and Brittany were like, look at the mountain of meat he is putting on that Mm -hmm. salad. It It was insane. Um, and I feel like I'd pay t- an extra two or three bucks for a salad that was I, like that. I feel like the charcuterie tray that mm-hmm. that he he saw fit to to hand me. Um, I felt like uh, you know you know like Tiny Tim where he stands and looks at the goose in the window and he wants it. <laughs> I was standing over there the whole time staring at it, and then he was like, 
here you go, Tiny Tim. And I was like, oh. Um, and genuinely, yeah. they could have um, they could have taken that and left it in their car and not shared it with me. And I would have never known. <laughs> but there would have been a disturbance in the force. There was there was a moment. I had I had my moment of doubt where I thought about just <laughs> keeping it and, uh, and, and taking it home with me. And it I, being my, my child from now on. I um, get it. Yeah, I was close. Oh. But I wanted to share it with you guys. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did because Millie needed something to eat today. Right. <laughs> that Kidner grapes, man. All right. Again, 10 out of 10. Go try this place. The sooner the better. Um, loved it. So we still have a story. We do. To talk about. And, so. Oh, my gosh. Poor Britt's going to have so much to deal with. Um, and unfortunately, it's one of my episodes. So I'm just going to apologize ahead of time. So, um... It's really difficult to find a place to start for this um, because it's current, okay. because it's something that we actually followed, like, as it was happening, it was difficult for me to find a spot to start. Um, and it's difficult for me to find a spot to start with the podcast because we're telling a story and I want to tell you the way I experienced it. And I, I know where you're going with this. And yeah, this is heartbreaking. I know. I know what you're about to talk about. Go ahead. Let's do this. I'm sorry. It's okay. I apologized already. All right. So in Stockton, California, the police department began investigating three murders that occurred between Thursday, July 7th and July 8th. The first happened when a tent containing a 40-year-old woman and a 35-year-old man was set on fire. The man and woman were transported to local hospitals, but the man died from his injuries at the hospital. The Stockton police officer, Joe Silva, said these are the types of crimes we don't see in our city that often, and this is just an awful tragedy. He didn't even know what was about to happen. Um, This was the beginning of things happening, but this specific instance, police did confirm that the motive actually stemmed from a love triangle. And the suspect, who was female, went back to the tent, saw her boyfriend with another woman, and then grabbed some kind of accelerant and lit it on fire, walked away. Now, that same evening, a second attack happened that had nothing to do with this woman. At 12.30 a.m., Friday the 8th, um, a 35-year-old man who was shot was taken to the hospital where he died from his injuries. Police um, offered a $10,000 reward for any information that could lead to an arrest. Around 1.30 on the 8th, a man was shot and pronounced dead at the scene of the crime. The um, police chief, McFadden, addressed social media claims that the homicides may have been committed by a serial killer. He said, I know there's been a lot of talk on social media that there's a serial killer in the city of Stockton. We've been provided absolutely zero evidence that leads us to believe that one individual is running rampant in the city of Stockton killing people. In addition to occurring at night to isolated victims, McFadden said that homicides have occurred in areas with tree cover, low lighting, and no cameras or witnesses. The victims had not been robbed and the homicides had not been clustered in a particular neighborhood. He advised residents to travel in groups if they were out late at night, but to stay indoors if possible. He also began asking the community to share surveillance, 
hoping to have just any information on someone who may have seen something. He said, could it be one person? I mean, I guess it could be. Could it be multiple people? Absolutely. On August 11th, an unidentified 43-year-old identified as Hispanic man was murdered. August 30th, um, an unidentified 21-year-old assumed Hispanic man was murdered. September 21st, an unidentified 52-year-old Hispanic man was murdered. September 27th, an unidentified 54-year-old Hispanic man was murdered. In response to the rise in homicides, community groups held prayer vigils and outreach events in hopes to reunite Stockton's residents against violence. Yeah, this was, I remember when though when that happened. I remember that month. Um, just, just, it felt like, I know it wasn't every day, but it felt like every, every day. Every time you turned around. I, I was hearing about another murder in Stockton. And, and you know, again, they, they came out and they were trying to say there's no evidence there's a serial killer. It felt like they kept on that trajectory for a while. And it started to get kind of annoying because I was like, this just doesn't feel like gangland violence or something mm-hmm. like that. This feels like something much more sinister. Um, so, you know, to hear, to hear them try to downplay it, which I get, I mean, you want to keep people safe. You want to keep your community from panicking, but, um, yeah, it was, it was really, uh, it was really hard to hear that and kind of, and I know it's not that they weren't doing anything, but it felt that way. Right. Um, So just want to add that because I, I distinctly remember when that happened because me and you were going back and forth about it while it was happening. Yeah, because we kept talking about, well, do we want to cover this? Do we mm-hmm. want to talk about it? Do we want to get anything out there? Well, no, not until they have more solid evidence towards somebody. We don't really want to, like, talk about something that doesn't have anything behind it and just, like, give you guys a short with basically nothing. Um, yeah. There, there were And there were a lot of people, and I'm not going to name names because a lot of the podcasts are great, but there were a lot of podcasts and nationwide television shows. I won't say who. But they were really latching onto it and helping to fan some of the flames of people being really, really uh, worried and and panicking. And the I, only thing that does is spread misinformation right. and make it more difficult for police to do their jobs. Yeah. And you all know that I will sit here all day and shit talk the police if I think they're doing a piss poor job. You you know I will, and I don't want to make their job any harder than it already is. I want them to do that job. Right. But in order for them to do it and do it well, we can't we can't participate. Yeah. We so that's that's kind of what I like about what we do. We try to we generally try to to keep ongoing crimes um where they where they belong, which is ongoing, let the investigators do their work and then we can talk about it once the facts are known. There's there there have been a few times where we've talked about, you know, something that's ongoing, but we generally try to do it through a lens of here are the facts around mm-hmm. it and you need to just keep yourself up to date because this is kind of a scary situation. Yeah. Um the you know they're going out and, and starting to wave the flag around. Yeah, and, and I um, mean it's not like we haven't talked about something ongoing. I'll call us out right now. The murders that they're investigating right now, we're updating you guys as we get stuff. Yeah, but see I'm I'm also waiting Sometimes, like at this point, a month between between updates because I, I I could update you every day. I could tell you what they're saying on Reddit, but nine out of ten things they say turn out to be completely false. There's nothing behind it. It was made up. It was a rumor. So 
updating as it's going on sometimes isn't the best option. It's it's usually better just to let the facts come out first and then talk about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, glass house on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our listeners know what we talk about. I don't want them to think that we're sitting here not acknowledging what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um. September 30th, the Stockton Police Department came out and said, Our investigators have reviewed many hours of surveillance. They believe they have located a person of interest in the investigation. And I don't know that we've really talked about what a person of interest is because we talk about a lot of stuff. So I'm just going to define that really quickly. A person of interest is just someone that the police want to talk to. They could be a suspect. They could be a witness. They could just be someone they're like, you know what? You might have some info for me. So they do believe they had a located a person of interest in the investigation they attached a photograph for the public to help identify the person of interest they also opened a tip line for anyone with information regarding the investigations and included a link to submit any surveillance footage from the areas of the murders so if you had like a business or a home like ring doorbell whatever you could upload what you have mm-hmm. which i think is just such a cool it's option. a really good and idea. that is so smart yeah um now they Let's talk about the photo because I, I'm going to show it to Matt, but it is um, difficult to tell any details. Sorry, Britt. It's this photo here. Okay, I see it. It is a grainy black and white photo from surveillance footage and it is just the silhouette of a person yeah it could be anyone it i mean it's a, literally... it looks like a tall slender man but i mean you can you can't make that you much can't out. tell if he's hispanic black yep. white right. you can't tell what he looks like what color like eyes he ha- you can't he honestly is... if it weren't for seeing his feet it would be really hard to tell which direction he was walking in mm-hmm. to be honest with you yeah, yeah. Because I thought he was walking towards the camera, and he then I was like, away. I was yeah. like, nothing in the laws of physics and the way his feet are moving would justify that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So police then said they had grainy security video of a person who could be a suspect or a witness, their person of interest, and that others may be involved in the attacks that have been happening. The city then began offering a $75,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and an additional $10,000 was put up by Stockton's Crime Stoppers. Now, you guys have heard me talk about Crime Stoppers before. We don't have a local branch. I wish we did. Mm-hmm. It's such a good agency. It is. Just overall. Yeah, it's, they're fantastic. It's so cool what they're doing. Um, on October 3rd, they linked two more incidents from the year prior, so 2021, to the string of attacks. One person in Oakland was killed in April of the year prior, as well as a woman who was in Stockton that actually survived the attack. And it was all linked through ballistics. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, on April 16th at 3.20 a.m. in Stockton, Natasha Latour was shot though she survived her injuries she told officers she was in her tent and heard someone approaching so she came out to find someone holding a gun multiple shots were fired but the shooter didn't say anything to her we 
at this point, we finally get um, some more detail on who these people are. They finally have identities. Um, on July 8th, the 34-year-old white male was named Paul Alexander Yall. Um, August 11th, the 43-year-old man was Salvador. He went by Sal with his friends. Debuti Jr., and I hope to God I'm saying his name correctly. Um, August 30th, the 20-year-old was Jonathan Hernandez Rodriguez. September 21st, the 52-year-old man was Juan Cruz. And September 27th was a 54-year-old man, and his name was Lawrence Lorenzo Lopez Sr. And I want to talk a little bit a bit more about the victims at this point because you know we like to do that you know we mm -hmm. like to touch on it i don't want to expose the family or do anything of that nature but i do want to bring some humanity into this um juan vasquez the man who was murdered in april in oakland was reported as an unhoused individual who was well-liked and known in his community. He was a car mechanic for hire, and people would occasionally allow him to sleep in the cars that he was fixing. Salvador, or Sal, was an aspiring musician and artist who was known by friends and family as Sal. He was going out for food when he was shot in the parking lot of a Popeye's. He left behind a wife and a child, and he also left behind a family who loves him very much, according specifically to his uncle, who had seen him literally the day before. Um, his uncle owns a flower shop just, just blocks away from where the incident occurred. He said his customers were all absolutely terrified, and he began closing his shop half an hour early in fear that one of his employees might be the next victim. As for himself, he started keeping a gun at work, saying that he hopes to God he never has to use it because he's not that type of person. The family has started a fundraiser, which as of this recording has raised um, about $1,400 of the $15,000 goal. Less than three miles away from that, um, Lorenzo Lopez was killed. He was the father of six children between the ages of 15 to 38. He'd lived in Stockton for 25 years, worked in construction, and was an up-and-coming rapper. His brother Jerry produced his tracks. Um, and if you could, because I don't listen to rap, could you take a guess at how to pronounce their, their band name? Um, Unknown 8? It's U-N-K-N-8? Yeah, and um, that was that was his rap name. Oh, Unc Nate. Maybe. Unc Nate. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, cool and he was part way. of a group. Yeah, he was part <laughs> of a group called the Dose. Um, Juan Miguel Vasquez Serrano's family. His sister specifically said, whoever did this doesn't know how painful this is and how painful this is for my mom. She said that she's very scared that's of someone who's just killing random people. He left behind three daughters, 10, 17, and 16. 
he had recently fallen on hard times after separating from his partner, but his family will miss him greatly. Greta Bogro, the mother of the first victim, said, This is my son, Paul. He was a great man with a big heart. He was my son, a father, a grandson, nephew, cousin, and brother, and he was loved by many. He has left a huge hole in our hearts, and I hope they catch the person responsible before this happens again. His mom also said she just hopes her son isn't forgotten. I want people to just know that Paul was a good kid. He was a fun boy who was always helping other people. He's just a big kid. He was 6'3", and he was always taller than everyone in class, and when he'd see people getting picked on by other kids, he'd stand up for the little guy. He was also unhoused at the time of his death. Sal's wife, Anna Lydia Lopez, said that she found out that about the possible connections between the homicides through social media and was upset that the police hadn't reached out to give her family any information and said it's caused a lot of pain and a lot of pain to our family. His daughter said that her father was unhoused at the time and she was currently estranged with him, but she still believed he deserved better and could have had a longer life had he received the help he needed. Lorenzo Lopez's family set up a shrine at the scene where he was murdered and Jerry Lopez, his brother and producer, said, My mother and father were just heartbroken from this. Jonathan Hernandez Rodriguez, who was found shot and killed inside of his vehicle at the apartment complex where he lived and was pronounced dead at the scene. His mother set up a memorial near the parking lot spot where he was found with a message that reads, in part, I will always love you and remember you with the love that you always had for us, your parents. You didn't deserve your life taken this way. You were always a good and kind child to everyone around you, and they all love you. Your mother, and I am mostly heartbroken and will always miss you with my heart and soul, and signed it, your mammy, as you always called me. She also took it upon herself to ask anyone who might know anything about her son's murder to come forward um, and help bring families like her some justice, knowing that some people choose not to come forward when witnessing a crime so that they can avoid, avoid any personal issues. Um, on September 30th, the Stockton police announced that they believed five of the homicides were, um, were lined up at a that they met the definition of a serial killer. They released the photo of the person of interest again, and the police began to connect what initially appeared to be a series of unconnected killings as a pattern emerged, and the death toll added up quickly. The killings appeared to be unprovoked, ambush-styled shootings that happened at night in what authorities described as poorly lit areas saying all of the victims were alone when they were gunned down and none of the victims were beaten or robbed. Police Chief McFadden said, we have a series of homicides that we believe are interconnected. By definition, you could probably very well call these serial killings. As police had ruled out gang violence, hate crimes, and targeting of homeless residents. One of the five victims was a white man and others were Latino and not all were unhoused. Um, after hearing this, a retired NYPD detective sergeant um, made the comment that he really gave McFadden credit for being transparent and calling it what it is, serial killings, and saying, 
I hope he understands the can of worms he opened too. The media pressure is now going to be immense. Rarely, if ever, do police chiefs utter those words. They'll talk about patterns or other terminology that won't alarm the public too much. There's a lot of things that they can do, but sometimes you're better off being lucky than good. The game is afoot, and now the words serial killer have been said, and the body count is getting up there. The incidents are happening closer than they were before, so there's smaller cooling off period, which is of great concern. He's getting bolder in his attacks, even with the media and police presence that's out there. On October 4th, they released that short video offering a new reward of 125,000 videos for info that leads to an arrest. McFadden stated that it was unclear if the person of interest was a suspect or witness, but it is an an individual that we've seen at more than one scene. And continued to say, we don't know what motive is. What we do believe is that it's mission-oriented and this person's on a mission. On October 14th, the Stockton police chief announced that the suspected killer had been caught. And that's where we're going to leave you for this week. Yeah, so I, I know where the next part's going, and it's going to get intense. Um, not that it wasn't already, but I, I do want to, again, just say um, thank you for taking the time to to talk about the victims. Um, in the world that we live in, uh, murder and and killings have become just such a, a point of entertainment for people that they often forget that these people lived lives, um, and, and they were they were taken from their families. And and it's 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 genuinely senseless, and I'll never understand. Yeah, it. and I hate leaving you guys with a two-parter, but I did feel like it was really important that we talk about the families and the victims. Agreed. And I'm glad we did. So yeah, that's where we are this week. I leave you on another grim note. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I knew this one was going to get a little bit rough, but it is now's the time to tell the story. Um, it, it's now's the time to pay attention to what's happening with it because it's going to get very, very interesting. We now know a lot of the facts around it, which you're going to learn in the next episode. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So strap in because I know this next one's going to be good. So I hope you guys are ready for it. Yeah. So what was the name of the restaurant one more time? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, Denuzos. Denuzos. Mm-hmm. All right. So our food, one more time, was from Denuzos. They were absolutely astounding. You can find them in Bridgeport, West Virginia. You can order right online. Makes it really, really easy. And uh, they're some of the most genuinely nice people I've met. So please, yeah. please give them some business. Um, whether you tell them you heard about them here or not, doesn't matter to us. As long as you're giving them the business, we would appreciate that. All right. I think that's all we have for today. Where can they find us? They can find us on Amazon, (laughs) Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, and just about any place that you can find really great podcasts like iHeartRadio. And um, also us. Let's see. Where can they contact us, Matt? They can contact us at Main Corpse Podcast. Pod? Or podcast at gmail.com. They can also get a hold of us on Twitter and Facebook. All you have to do is search for Main Corpse Podcast. Oh, and I just want to do a really quick shout out. We got recommended today on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. And really um, nice it was really nice. And I just have to say that, like, really, I'm so glad that there are people out there who care. We were we were literally both in the middle of writing extensive episodes when that came Incredibly through. Incredibly difficult and episodes. I was, I was, like, beating my head against my laptop, and I saw that, and I was like, 
Oh yeah, I got the I got the strength to finish this. So thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. We really appreciate really the appreciate feedback. Any of you creeps who want to talk to us, don't be afraid. We're very approachable. Um, me more so because I'm super cool. So yeah, and I'm super awkward. So I'm not at all. I'll just talk to anyone. <laughs> I I know you will. All right, so that's all the time we have. Stay creepy, you weirdos. We appreciate everyone who listens more than you know. Stay safe. Don't get killed. And don't kill anyone. Don't kill anyone either. Ooh. Yeah, stay creepy, you freaking weirdos. Just, just, just.